0: Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura.
1: Amazing. I mean, Miss case, soup
2: connoisseur
0: oh, okay. and purveyor.
2: Soup season is in full effect, by the way. Who needs it's a plate? Be. Throw all your plates out. You don't need to revisit a plate no. until April. Give me nothing but bowls. I don't even mind putting my prime rib in a bowl. To be honest, it can sit. It can bathe in the azu the mushrooms, I have no the peas, the pearls. All of it can just bathe in a in a little pool. Of
3: it's an au jus. easier
1: mechanism, anyway. It's, it's just direct. Great, it's just, one. You're not worried about things separating. You just everybody comes together, and away you go. Yeah, I mean, if I, I, I didn't need a it. knife,
2: I I would just go nothing but bowls and spoons forever.
1: Yeah, we know oh. we're up. I mean, of course, this is the show. This is
2: the, this is great content. This is the show yeah. on a my Thursday. My bad, my bad. By the way, we got an incredible...
1: <laughs> we, did, was that over the air, Madison? Did anybody hear, that, hear you say you guys know you're up? Oh, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, we We're know. well aware. Um, you get used to it. This is the show. This there's a great do. question. The somebody, show is the show.
2: Somebody, uh, one of the Give questions for the, the mailbag. mailbag, I don't know well, when Gibby gets to it, but somebody... Tomorrow. That's uh, tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow on the mailbag. Somebody, somebody threw a jack on the end of their question. I was like, I'm pumped. They got me going. I was like, I get excited right, for yeah. a jack. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so is this the last day of it being temperate? I, I describe this as temperate conditions. <laughs> temperate. This stinks. Mid-40s. This is depression kind of. weather. That's what this is. This is, like, depressing. I got it from the boys yesterday. They were like, uh, you know, this doesn't feel like Christmas. There's no there's yeah. no snow. And I said, Oh, well, you're going to
4: get some snow next week, it looks like. Yeah.
1: Oh, baby. Yeah. Told you, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas.
3: Yeah, I think you're gonna get it. I think, I think we are gonna get, gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. Goodness, it seems gracious.
2: Like Christmas it. Eve is gonna be like two degrees with wind chill or below zero. Oh, that's gonna be brutal.
4: You're in the front row. I'm in the back by the heat. No, we it's got fun. heaters. We got
2: heaters up
1: there.
4: I know. You, you think you do, but when you get, I love that Jimmy t- goes
1: wide, wide open on that. You got to. You got to. You got to. Yeah. It,
4: it's, it makes zero sense. otherwise. this guy tried it last. Was it last week? This guy We're in to, Cincinnati. What were you trying to like, do? He's like, man, it's kind of cold down here. Like, can't we put like a window in? It's, and how did that go? This is a complete
1: fabrication.
2: It
4: is this not. This is as big of a fabrication. Our engineers came to me with it.
2: Oh, my gosh. You, you tried going remote. behind While you. Know? I asked the engineers, I go, this is the weirdest window setup I've ever seen. Because when the windows come out, they're then up against the wall on the right side, kind of swaying and bumming into me. In. I was like, how do they do this with the windows? Like, I don't even understand it. And it oh, says on the I back, see. you need to call somebody to do the windows. I didn't ask for the windows. This is as clearly a fabrication as when you said you tried well, to adjust the television. I,
4: I, it, it all fit
1: and I have I'll fully lied to my, my role After doings. you lied. I this mean, you is, completely
2: lied to my face.
1: Give it. To be fair, this could be your second time caught yes. in Cincinnati both. This, what is it about is,
4: Cincinnati that brings out the worst in number you? Number one, probably hungover from O'Malley's in the alley. Number two, um, I I, this is not a this, I didn't know anything about this until someone came to me oh later God. on in the pregame show and said, hey, FYI. Someone might be a little chilly in that front row, oh to which so, I responded, right, let's, well, rub some dirt on
1: you'll him be him, fine. it and call it
2: a, a, a day. There's okay, a so massive leap of logic. There's
1: a, there's a lot going on here. I would say the most troubling, because we know who this man is. Yes. I mean, this is well-documented, yeah. who this man is. I think the more troubling thing is you have a rat in your midst. I know. I only mentioned exactly this to one person. Okay, yeah. so you know exactly who the rat is. is He's not even a rat. He was cannot just... be trusted. This man cannot be trusted. But t- he's one of those guys in a game of telephone that you'll say something in an ear and by the time it goes to Gibbe, something else comes out. I or, have had, or are you suggesting Gibbe is just making this up blindly?
2: What I'm saying is I have had years of experience with this person. This operation and this person is not this person's has a Zagura vault certification. So Oh wow. So it's not him. No, this is a misinterpretation of, like, one comment. You even heard it right there what he said. is only oh, somebody might be cold in the front row, too. He's demanding windows are put in. I mean, huge leaps of logic, none of which ever <laughs> happened. I was kind of marveling at the bizarre engineering that caused giant windows to kind of be hanging from, like, the side of the room. You
4: didn't think that was odd? What were the windows no, like? No, because I've been there for 10 years. What? How, what's well, the design? Give
2: me the design mechanism. So, like, as if the windows should be there behind <laughs> yeah. you. To get them out, it's almost like they slide around, and then they're just kind of like leaning against the wall over here.
1: Oh, they they
4: don't come out like you
1: know they don't they go up, up or they no go slide and then to the it, side. It,
4: it's uh, they're on it's on a top and bottom track oh, until you make I the see. turn, and then it's just a top, and they're just hanging, they're just, just way. <laughs> which is perfect for Cincinnati and makes total yeah, sense.
2: It does, okay. yeah. Well, us. don't try to get on the agreement so, train with us after you're I, I don't care
4: what you think. I mean, so we're dealing ob- with ob- – Obviously, you don't care
1: about the truth. It's all – you're entitled to it. You're <laughs> entitled to the truth. <laughs> I don't give a damn what you're entitled to. So you've got uh, today 44, tomorrow 39. Mm. Uh, it's going to be like this, this misty nonsense.
4: Uh, and then it dips. My entire yard's just mud. Well, isn't there a trench <laughs> – they filled it in, so now it's just all dirt. And yeah. I woke up this morning and stepped out into the yard. Luckily, I had the mutters on and just sunk about a foot. And I'm like, well, this isn't going to work. As I'm washing my dogs at 845 this morning, I yeah. looked at my wife, and I was like, this is the problem. It wasn't the bill yeah. when it came. This is now the you're problem. In the mix. Like, I need this to freeze quickly, harden up, and then figure out how I'm going to go about detouring dogs around so things. it
1: feels like you're going to be in the clear starting saturday you'll get that hard freeze yeah
4: and then snow and then you're in it thursday, then you're
1: stuck all the way through i mean it's that way i mean there's potential for snow thursday there's potential for snow tomorrow saturday um but then for sure uh sunday monday after after christmas and then thursday friday before so it's very much in play
2: by the way miss k has sent you the lasagna soup recipe with notes Notations with of course. four, five. I'm sorry, thorough notations on how to get
1: it just right. I've seen her doing it around the cauldron because oh, yeah, she's she a great does. documentarian, yes, yeah, yes. And I've seen it, and I think I look at it every time I go, but that feels like that's a win. It
2: is my daughter eats all the stuff that we make, she's got, yeah, she's tremendous in that regard. She ate lasagna soup. Each of the last two nights of her own shoes, she could add anything. She's like, "I'll run running that, running back, that right back or right on back, and yeah. no problemo." She didn't even she even eschewed soup dumplings, which are my favorite. Yeah, and she was like, "I don't even," and she loves them because you yep. bite into it, you get the broth, you get the little all dumpling, it, you get you the you whole want. thing. It's all right there. She's like, no, "I'm good, I'm good with lasagna soup. It's all I, that's all I need." Is lasagna. your kids are gonna eat it up? You're gonna be a hero, a hero. By the way, last night went to a, and saw, took the kids. Uh, early holiday gift and Miss K to see Hamilton.
1: And thorough review. Do you have a thorough review? A plus
2: plus. plus
1: Did plus you know plus. that he died? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Aaron Burr. <laughs> Sir. Um, I told you I had a girlfriend in, in college who went to the Titanic, and she didn't realize that the damn thing sunk. Oh, gosh. We didn't last much longer. It's kind yeah. of the end of the road at that point. Yeah. my I my... was mocking her. She's bawling. I'm like, you... You didn't realize the the boat sunk, like that's the that's the end game, that has to be the end game.
2: Yeah, it's the Titanic. It's the Titanic. I've never seen it. Documented. You've never seen it. Fine. Nope. I don't know
1: that you're missing anything. It's fine. It's three it's hours,
4: and I know what happens at the end. Yeah,
1: it's fine.
2: It's, yeah. it's um,
4: it's not one that you
1: feel like. I mean, I can't even tell you the. Last, I think I've probably only seen it once in my life. Was like, this high school? And it was probably high college? school or college. It had been to like be Freshman college. year of college. I had and a, you
4: probably saw it because of a woman.
1: Yes, the woman it, who didn't know that it was Titanic. She had a crush on DiCaprio. <laughs> And the, stup- and the song, that was it. That's why we went. Yeah, That's right. That's it. I would say I've only seen it once, start to back in the theater the t- that time, and that's it. And then I've seen parts of it. I've had
2: a relationship <clears throat> and as a result of going to a movie as well. What was the movie? I believe I was a, I want to say sophomore in high school, maybe. Okay. And I was taken, which was a good sign initially, to the movie by a girl. Sophie was her name. The film in question was sliver thank you very much and we went with Jeez. with her mom chaperoning us and after sitting through did you
1: know what you were getting into
2: i did but i didn't know that her mom, the was, mom i didn't know the mom was going to be oh there that God. wasn't this was all her suggestion never mentioned oh the mom and then all of a sudden God. mom sits down next to us and I'm No just like, way! At the by the end of that movie, weren't you
1: like, I gotta go? We oh god, I went now. to the bathroom. Can we go.
2: For, I went to the bathroom. Can we go anywhere
1: else? Uh, Let any other movie that's playing? Speed two.
2: Pick something. As soon as anything start, I was I was out. I was in the concessions. I was at the bathroom. I came back. We left. There's was a like, lot
1: going on in that.
2: Uh, a lot. Yeah. It broke some mm. barriers at the time. Yeah. Um, and that was the
1: her follow up to Basic Instinct.
2: That's right. Yeah. And there was one of the sure. Baldwin, yep. mm-hmm. all of yep. him. Uh-huh. And yep. after that, the awkwardness of just, oh. I couldn't. It, I, was, I, I you can't show even, up at their house? I There's can't even no talk way. to you anymore. No. Listen, the craziest thing is that it was a suggestion.
1: Gonna, I was going to joke and say boogie nights, but that was in the brochure. Like this, if you didn't, this wasn't like a big, everybody knew what it was about situation. You didn't know you did, but the mom would not have known what it was about. No, the mom did the not mom know. No and clue.
2: she was from a, a very religious family. The mom oh. was unhappy. Oh, Every, no. I'm awkward. Like you didn't even get the benefit of going to that oh, movie. No. You know what I mean? It was awful. Relationship <laughs> over.
1: Yeah, that's done. It's a wrap. It's unbelievable.
2: Unchaperoned could there's have been a, the start of a great relationship. There's
1: another one I haven't seen in 30 years.
2: I've saw it once. I don't have any interest in seeing it again. That's
1: it. It's a wrap. Oh, my goodness. Um, a great thing. For sure. Uh, today is the last day of uh, practice for the fellas. This is your Friday practice for your Cleveland Browns. He's, you know.
2: <laughs> Gibe would have sat there with a smile on his face and loved every <laughs> single second. What do you think about that one,
1: Mom? Are <laughs> <laughs> you familiar with that film? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, that never shows up on basic cable.
1: I've never seen it on extended. cable I've never either. seen it on anything. Never. It's almost I don't like know like, that I. Eh. I don't know that I've even. Yeah, truly. Since I haven't come across saw it. I haven't same. seen it. Same. Yeah. The
2: um, other. The.
1: Yeah. The other one pops. The precursor. Around. Sure. Yeah, you'll see that from time to time. Not it's actually that a good movie. It's a gr- the first one's great. It's a great movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah irregardless of that
1: irregardless david bell is questionable for sunday everyone else is going to be available that includes amari cooper who coach said looked good today as he continues to fight through his hip injury reggie raglan will be active for the browns on sunday as well so big thumper yep run game
2: bring it on you know he actually played last year with the Giants 16 games 67 tackles two tackles for loss two passes defensive fumble recovery started nine games for them um he's a thumper former second round pick and and that's uh, you know he's big 252 I saw him walking around by the way I was like who is this giant in number 18 because you think of that as like a uh yeah or number 19 I'm sorry you think that as like a receiver number and I was like this guy's huge. Yeah. Reggie Ragland, 6'2, 252. Yeah,
1: he was there. There was that. I said this when we acquired him. He's yeah, one that. of that, There was a line of those that big Bama, Bama linebacker run, yeah. linebackers who were just uh, monster gap fillers. And, and Reggie certainly is that. On the Ravens side of things, Tyler Huntley was at today's walkthrough. He's on track to play. On Saturday, Anthony Brown out of Oregon, if not him. Huntley's proven more than capable. More than capable of that
2: game-winning drive. Last time we saw him at First Energy Stadium, he went against the Browns, filling in for Lamar, 27-38, 70% completions, 270, a touchdown, six carries, 45 yards. The Browns would win the game 24-22, partly because he lost two fumbles, one of them, a sack strip fumble that was picked up and taken to the house by Mr.
1: Miles Garrett.
3: Yeah. There you go. It's
1: going to be a fun one, man. It's going to be cold, but going to be fun. As I was
2: asked on a, another program this morning, like how am I preparing for the cold? I said by giving Gerard advice on how to dress.
1: <laughs> it's got to layer it up. <laughs> oh, oh, baby. You
2: need that down. The 2014 <clears throat> down parka is the warmest jacket in the world. The, the team issue 2004. But after that, not even close. Not even a half, half as warm.
4: Mr. Mellon is taking care of our guy, but yeah. you're, I know what you're saying. The coat, that, the coat that we have, I'm like. The one I have is huge. It's kind of great. I've it's seen got like that, that one. Stri- I've yeah. seen
1: you in that. Yeah.
2: Fleece-lined pockets, fleece-lined around the neck, fleece-lined around the wrists, and a, and, a, and a fabric that is impenetrable. You've got to be impenetrable. By wind, by snow, by rain, by sleet. Yeah, you, need,
1: you, need, a, you need some Gore-Tex. You need some wind stopper. Yeah. And then you need some down. I those feel like
2: the, those are the minimum requirements. I feel like <clears throat> many a goose, many a gander.
4: Good. I was going to say it's additional.
1: themselves. Traction. They're just rats with wings anyway. What difference does it make? Amen. Right. The, um, yeah, I, the key to it is um, you're going to your core is going to be warm. Like that's the first to go is obviously the extremities and the key to it. I always found was my feet and there's been certain boots through the years um, when I found myself out doing and covering the sports things in a previous life, that you that was really the key to it. If you could find the the warm feet, you'd be in a good spot. Uh, gloves were pretty; th- that usually could take care of itself. There's hand warmers you can do if you need to do that. I'll yeah. give you this is this is my Nathan Zegura survival guide for the sidelines.
2: So I had the fur lined UGG boots, like the big, those are heavy that's ones. What
1: I w- that they don't compensate me, so I was going to mention by brand, but yes, yeah, that's that, the, they are the warmest
2: with it and you don't even need to put the warmers in there typically if it's crazy cold you throw the warmers in just for the toes just in case but typically you'll be fine in fact your feet might be sweating yep good problem to have then you know some layers i like to go with like a snow pant yeah because they're so insulated a snow pant then i'd get you know a couple layers up here the big parka beanie i would go no gloves i found the gloves too hard to operate with everything i don't have a problem with that and what I would do is a couple super hand warmers in that fleece line pocket. Hands are always in there when I need a warmer around the microphone because the microphone would get very cold. Yep. Boom. As soon as it's in back in and I you're like living it. in there. And it's like, a, it's like an oven. Those things. And like yeah, they go. Six
1: hours later. Whoo, baby. Yeah, that's, a good, that's good advice.
4: And yet as bad as things are here potentially with the cold weather, at least you're not playing in Buffalo. So how about that? that?
1: I have. So you saw Mike McDaniel yesterday in the T-shirt. What did it say? Like, I wish it were colder or something like that. Love that guy. Bouncing around. He's got, like, sweatpants pulled up to his knees.
4: Um, But it's going to be brutal there, right? The National Weather (coughs) Service is forecasting western New York, where the Dolphins and Bills will be played Saturday night to get significant lake effect snow over the weekend. Nine inches or more of snow in the most persistent lake snow areas. Forecast low of twenty six. Potentially heavy snow and wind.
1: I mean, if they lose a second game,
4: at what point do you say, "What are we
1: doing"? Yeah, they've already lost a game. What are we? What?
2: What what are we? What are we doing? We're going to build a new stadium that doesn't have a roof. What do you mean?
1: I don't know.
4: We have luminaries. We do. Yeah. Would you like a luminary next? I would like a luminary. Sure. Drew but, Petsing next. All oh, the T's that you need. Quarterback coach.
1: You have that looking forward to, uh, which is nice. Uh, we're off and running here. Cleveland Browns Daily. Brought to you by BallyBet on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBat coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland and my good
1: friends at the Bath Authority can give you the bathroom of your dreams in about a day you transform your current bathroom into a custom bath make it feel like a spa let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors the Bath Authority's Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler they are ex- to trained installers, you give them a call now at 216-220-8399. You get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. Check them out at thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality. Enormous selection of bath projects are all made in the United States. Change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding in about a day. Superior products with expert installers at TheBathAuthority.com. We're joined now live in studio. Drew Petzig joining us, quarterback coach. Good to see you, man.
5: Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
1: We were I, we, There was a discrepancy. I, I feel like you were in here with us when you went from tight ends to quarterbacks.
5: I would love to know if that's a fact because I have no memory like fact, of it. Gibby? So if we could prove that I was not on the phone for that, I would love to. I would love to know. I feel
1: like it was institutional. We'll we'll so
2: what Gibby has to say. He's not the arbiter of truth, by the way. But <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's constant liar. He, but he will say something constant.
4: definitively. What in exactly the heck are you that's exactly doing. right? Constant liar. All right. We'll see whose mic works on Saturday. Right? We'll take care of this problem. Well, it won't affect me. He's, he's talking, talking right
2: now, and you're coming at me still. <laughs>
4: You're, you're you're both calling Lawson me. Yeah, that's true, that's I true. I don't. Well, I don't. It's, it's out of Hostility. It's out of love. It's out of love. Yeah, I bet it is.
1: What is this? Um, we've got two games now uh, with Deshaun. Jacoby yep. was incredible for 11 and did far more than I think maybe some people thought. Certainly, you guys knew what he was capable of, but he was uh, really, really good for those possibly. 11 games. You make the transition to Deshaun. Uh, 700 days is a real one. Yeah. Right. Yep. And you're you're jumping on a moving treadmill a little bit. What are you seeing from progression with him from week 1 to week 2 and now as we head into week 3?
5: Yeah, I think it's even from week 1 to week 2, you saw a pretty significant jump in just his comfortability playing the game, sitting in the pocket, decision-making, operation in and out of the huddle, uh, going through progressions, and then just the physical aspect of putting the ball where it needed to be for guys down the field. Uh, I thought you saw a lot of jumps and certainly need to see more as we move forward, and I think he knows that, and he's working really hard to make that happen. So it's, it was good to see and, and looking forward to seeing it continue.
2: It felt like, as the game went on, it even got better. I think he'd be probably the first to say he was late on the interception. But other than that, you know, in the first half, there were a couple of the cover zero one he could add Amari, and there was the one where he ran the deep post. They both went. We had the over coming underneath it. But other than that, I didn't feel like he missed many reads in the second half, and you could see him kind of see it and start to be quicker with that thought process, and I'm sure that had to be exciting. Do you agree with that?
5: Oh, 100%. And you definitely, as you said, even during the course of the game, I think every time he sees something or throws to somebody for the first time or the third time sure. in a live game, I think he gets that confidence of, all right, hey, it's coming back. I feel it. We certainly feel it. I think the fans feel it. So it was fun to watch and certainly uh, expect it to keep going.
1: And it's it's interesting, too, because there, there is really no way to simulate – live game because you we can't touch him out here nor would we want to right (laughs) Right. so like he's standing back there he's safe nothing to worry about all of a sudden you have people trying to take your head off they're going full bore at you the only way that you can do that is in a game so he is figuring all that out on the fly and at times it does feel like if you i grew up around horses and and as you see colts like learn how to sprint again like they it's like oh, now this is what we can do. And I do see that a little bit with Deshaun in terms of, oh, this is who I used to be. And he talked about it a little bit yesterday where he said, you know, I don't know how long it's going to take uh, I don't want to put a date on it for me to be what I once was, but we see certainly glimmers of that, and more so. It almost seems like with every snap.
5: Yeah, and, and I think the big thing for him, and we've talked about this, is it, it's not necessarily like, "Hey, you've reached where you once were." It's, "Hey, this is where we want you to go," mm-hmm. and that may be higher. That you know, that, that we may expect more from you. You want, you should expect more from yourself. Um, and the, uh, any great pro is never going to be satisfied with yeah. their current production. And I think he's no different, and I think you're going to see that throughout the course of this season and his career
2: couple things. One, when you look at a quarterback now in today's NFL, you evaluate them on their ability to make plays in structure, but then also their ability to make plays out of structure. And I thought if people want to get excited, two plays, and and if you have different ones, I'd love to hear which ones got you excited. But the deep dig to Donovan Peoples-Jones that looked like it was a video game and I actually talked to Donovan about it. He goes, normally I feel like I have to go catch the ball. He goes, that ball caught me. Like I didn't have to change anything about what I was doing. It was symphony. And then the other one was when – They blow up a screen, and then all of a sudden he's running out the right side, putting a defender in conflict, and we get a chunk play to Donovan again down the sideline. Is that kind of, that feels like modern quarterbacking. Can you do it when everything's good? But then what can you do when things go amiss? And I thought those two, if Browns fans want to get excited about anything, those two, you're going to see those two with a lot more frequency going forward.
5: Yeah, I would agree with you. And I think if you look through the course of that game, there's probably three or four other ones that have a very similar feel. Uh, where it's Like when
2: he's getting tackled and throws at 30 <laughs> yeah. yards accurately somehow. That exactly. was crazy.
5: Exactly. And I think there's a comfort level, one, as an offense to know, hey, we don't always have to be perfect as coaches. And sometimes the guys are going to go out there and make it right. And he obviously showed he could do that. Uh, and I think it's scary as a defense. Because it's that, hey, we had the perfect call, we covered everything really well, we did everything we were supposed to, and we still gave up a big play. And you don't really have an answer to stop that. Um, So I think uh, it was good to see that, and definitely it's been a big part of his game. It was a big part of his game on Sunday and makes it really hard to defend.
1: We had Joe Thomason here on uh, Monday, and he was talking about how different it is for an offensive lineman too, because all this stuff has to marry. And he said, look, you could see, like when you're blocking for somebody like Deshaun and they turn or disengage from a block hands up, which is something that is different for all of our guys. So it's not just Watson being more comfortable as as with every single rep receivers being in where trust there, but also a different way of thinking for an offensive line as well. And so all of those things have to come together I'm sure that's a constant point of emphasis for you guys. That this is different now.
5: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think you hit on it. It's, the play's never over. He's out of the pocket when you would expect the play. You know, like all those things go into it and make everybody's job different. Not necessarily harder or easier but it definitely takes a learning curve for guys say all right hey this is not what it used to be from this standpoint or it's not what it used to be from that standpoint ball comes out of his hand different the play may last longer Uh, he may make a different decision he may do something different in protection so i think everybody getting on the same page and dealing with that adjustment and you're seeing that i think when it's good and it's clean it's been really good and then it just needs to be that more consistently
2: one thing that, that stood out to me are a couple things 10-19 10-19 to 19 air yards that intermediate game last week, 8-10, 136 yards, 119 rating. That is where you can do a lot of damage to defenses in the NFL, especially with the way that we run. And then play action, 7-9, to 9, 100 yards, one touchdown. The interception came there, but that had a chance to be a big play too, 110 rating. That's kind of the bread and butter of like what we like to do. We're going to hit some shots, obviously, and you know, as we get guys with more speed over the next couple of years, we'll have more opportunities down the field. But when you can work that intermediate game and work the play action in our offense, that's how you can really dice up defenses. So does, is that encouraging to you, those numbers and what you saw in that, that aspect?
5: Yeah, in a big way, and I think it plays into, as you said, if you're going to be great in the run action, play action, you need people to play the run. And the people that play the run are in that intermediate area. So if they're selling out to stop our run game, which we've been very good at, that's where those holes are going to be. There's going to be voided gaps because guys came out of coverage to, to react to the action, and vice versa. When they're not doing that, it's going to be very difficult to play the run because they're yep. not going to be in the line of scrimmage. So those two things play off each other, and it's really important if we're going to be successful on offense to be, to be good in those areas. Drew, how,
1: how vocal is he? I mean, we don't, we, you know, we, the circumstances are what they were, so we haven't been around him much. You're around him a lot. Um, what, what is he like in those quarterback meeting rooms How vocal is he with like, I like this here, I like this here. What's his personality like? What type of leader is he in those situations?
5: Yeah, I think he's still developing in that area in a lot of ways, especially in a new building with new relationships and a new scheme. Um, But I think he is a student of the game. He loves the game. He loves to watch the game and talk about the game. Um, Certainly has his opinions on, hey, I like certain things this way and that way. But I think he's also enjoying learning the offense and kind of figuring out, hey, I hadn't done it that way, but that looks really good. I want to bring that into who, who I am and what I do as a player. So I think it's been a really fun give and take over the last couple months, and uh, he's been a lot of fun to work with. Takes his job very seriously, and, and, and is very good at it because of that.
2: Was it kind of? I'm sure you guys. Did, I know you guys did it before the season, but how? What was the adjustment like in season? Maybe going back and even watching some old Houston stuff because it's clear, and he's even said it that we put stuff in that you he did in Houston, yeah, yeah. and that was not probably in the offense, at least not in a big way with Jacoby. How has that kind of process been like? And for you, from a coaching standpoint, going from, okay, here's what we were doing with this guy, and now we're changing it, and you still have Jacoby there and and all of that?
5: Yeah, I think it's a big part of what you do as a coach at any position, whether it's the transition we went through or an injury or a new guy in. You have to do what your best players do well um so I think we've really tried to emphasize that certainly when you have the bye week and the Thursday night game you have an extra day or two to to look back as you said and say (laughs) all right hey what did we do in the spring that we had a lot of success doing with him uh in training camp where did he kind of shine and what really hit his brain that maybe didn't hit Jacoby's brain and vice versa you know we're going to emphasize things that Jacoby liked and did really well and then when Deshaun's there we have to change not necessarily wholesale change but hey if that concept he's like I just don't see it that well well, even if we have been good at it, don't bang our head against the wall and expect him to do it. Um, So I think that's been an adjustment for all of us. Um, And certainly something we try to be very intentional about as he got back on the field. How's Jacoby been through all of this? He's been awesome. I mean, I think he, you know, and he said he kind of knew what he signed up for. And just as a person and as a leader, I think he really embraced it. I think he's been great for Deshaun. You know, one of the things I said to Deshaun, it's really the first time in Deshaun's career that he got to watch someone do it. You know, he came in as the starter, as yeah. the guy, um, didn't really necessarily have the opportunity to sit for a year and learn from somebody doing it. So I think there was a lot of value in that. And I think Jacoby really embraced that role um, and has done a lot of like, hey, you know, have you thought about this? Make sure you do that. And almost took on the coach role a little bit at times. Yeah. And, and I think it's been really helpful. I think I think both guys are benefiting tremendously from it. It's been a lot of fun to be around. Great stuff, Drew. Go ahead, yeah. you got one more real quick.
2: Let's just say, you know, People, and obviously we wish that things had gone differently earlier in the season, so you get here and we'd be in a little bit of a different spot. But wish we were undefeated. I wish, Of course, yeah. 13-0 <laughs> and 0 sounds great, nice, by the yeah, way. It sounds <laughs> really good. You might have had some tough decisions to make, actually. not Probably not really, but 13-0 would have been great. But, you know, help people understand, or even help us understand, when you have somebody come in to play quarterback like this that hasn't done it in 700 days, in the middle of a season, you know, games, what, 12 and 13 – it's kind of preseason in a way, right, when other teams are at full midseason form and trying to adjust with that. one one you'll take it and have chances, certainly, against Cincinnati to, to go 2-0 in those games. But what is that actually like? And if injuries, one thing because it's a guy that's been here with you all year yeah. in most cases. This is a totally unique situation, I think, in a lot of ways. What's that kind of been like even for, through your eyes or even through the players'
5: eyes? Yeah, I would imagine I mean, certainly from us, it was a big transition. I'm sure the players feel that as well. Um you know, I think the, the thing that you kind of hit on, the scheme, the language, all of it is you forget that week 13 isn't week 13. And so there's some things that you would emphasize and coach and, and kind of hit on in week one that by this time of the season, you're like, all right, everybody's on the same page sure. there. And, and all of a sudden you're like, well, actually, no, we're not. We need to cover that. We need to make sure we talk about it. Um, and that can be things such as cadence or little details on routes or run checks and all that little nuance that you've kind of built up over the course of 13 weeks, like things in the offense may have changed, you yeah. know, like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to shorten that play call, or we're going to adjust how we do that. And 10 weeks later, you're like, Oh, no, well, no, actually when you were here in training camp, we weren't doing it that way. You know, so little things like that I think can become big things as l- if you don't acknowledge them. So I think that's been big for us of just making sure that we are communicating on all that stuff and that guys speak up when it's not hundred percent clear. So that by the time Sunday rolls around, everybody's on the same page and we're giving ourselves the best chance to go win.
2: And to that point, it felt like against Houston because it, he's experiencing speed. He hasn't experienced in a long time. It felt like sometimes his drops were really fast and sometimes they were a little slower and sometimes they were deeper than it looked like it was supposed to be. But it felt like in this game, it was much more in sync. And that's just a little thing that you would, yeah. Jacoby's drops are going to be incredibly consistent at this point in the season. Everybody knows the rhythm on every different play. I thought that was kind of a fascinating thing. It's something you wouldn't even think about, but when you saw it, you're like, oh, looked like he really raced there, and you could tell the line wasn't quite where they thought he was going to be and all of those things, and kind of just getting that takes a little bit of time. And for most teams, it's second nature at this point, but we're – feeling it out yeah, a
5: little. I mean, that's one of the most critical parts of the passing game for a quarterback. If your rhythm's not right, you don't know when to move on for a progression. You don't know when to stay with the first read. Um, So just finding that consistency is extremely important, not only for the play, but for your decision-making. Because yeah. your feet and, and how you play the game at quarterback all process together to why and when you do things with the ball. Um, so I think that's been a major point emphasis over these last two weeks and will continue to be. As we work through the season,
1: no blueprint for any of this. So, I mean, this is a whole new thing for all of it, man. We're glad you're shepherding us through it. Thank you so much for your time. Awesome. Appreciate you, great deal, Drew. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thanks that a lot for great. having me. Yeah, Drew Pratt's a in studio with us. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon, to Ohio on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybat. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Now, there's certainly a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns, the help of your favorite four legged companion. Barking Backers
1: presented by Milkbones, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at barkingbackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Now let's head to the podium. It is a matchup day. Our offense goes first, and so that means Alex Van Pelt. Let's have a listen.
4: Sean said he was better but nowhere near where he wants to be or, or knows he can be. Where did you see the biggest jumps last week, Alex?
6: I thought with the accuracy. Um, that was the biggest thing that stood out. He made some really nice throws. Um, got through progressions. Um, got to second and third you know, targets through the progression. I think that's where I saw the biggest jump. Um, his footwork was improved, for sure. Um, you know, and he's just going to continue to improve, so I thought it was a good step.
5: Last time you saw the Ravens since they've added Ripon Smith Smith, like, I guess like what does he do? How does he impact an offense?
6: Yeah, very good player. Um, different team. Um, you know, they, they got a lot better since we played them last through uh, guys coming back from injury and acquisitions through trade. Uh, very, very good linebacker. Um, spoke earlier, those two remind me of the Bowman and Willis from the the Niners days—they're very solid players. Good speed, uh, big bodies, and do a lot of things really well. So um, he definitely adds to that defense. The offensive line—I mean, I know they're facing good fronts, but it seems to be kind of not playing to their
2: normal
4: level. Just what do you see out of those guys?
2: Uh, you know, hats
6: off to Cincinnati—they did some things in their 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 front um, that that was that caught us, and you know. Um, that really hurt some of our runs at the point of attack with their uh, some of the things that they did schematically. Um, I thought those guys pass protected extremely well. Um, you know there were some really good pockets at times. Uh, you know I think the biggest thing for those guys with the with the holding penalties is it's a little different now that um, you know Deshaun's going to be able to escape and, and use his legs. So we just have to be more fundamental fundamentally sound in those situations and understand that's a new element. So we're all growing through this. You know, transition—not uh, just coaches, not just you know uh, the fans, but the players as well. So, we'll, or the
4: fronts
2: that they've been seeing as opposed to the, the guys on the old lineup. Oh far. yeah, I have,
6: you know, 100% confidence in those guys. They—they—we they, they, had some runs. We didn't hit as many runs as we usually would hit uh, in a game. Uh, we've had a lot of success running against that that defense over the years, and um, hats off to them for not allowing that to happen Sunday. Um, playing
4: you guys the same with Deshaun the as they were.
6: Would you go be as far as how many people are in the box? Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like there's any difference there. Yeah, they, I think we still have to stop the run. What
4: kind of challenge is that going to against the Ravens defense? That, whatever. Run defense is probably
6: top five. Yeah, no, they're a very good defense. Huge challenge for us offensively. Uh, you know, we talked to the offense early in the week that, again, they, they got better since the last time we played them through healthy bodies and, and trades. So uh, we understand it's going to be a, a big challenge for us offensively. We have to play at our best.
4: I know Watson's
6: played the Ravens a couple times in his career, but now that he's going to see him twice a year, um, Like, what are your biggest
4: pieces of advice or coaching points for facing that defense?
6: Um, just play on time, I think, is the biggest one, especially in the pass game. Um, trust your feet. Listen to yourself. The ball needs to come out. Um, they have good pass rushers uh, up front. They have a good pressure package. Bring them from a different, a lot of different looks. So us understanding the pressure package and, and where the ball needs to go in a timely manner, you know, would be one of the things that we will talk about this week.
1: All right, time for the matchup our offense versus the Ravens defense. And for the specifics and the particulars, we go to Dr. Z. The Ravens are good. Yeah, they are. They are good on defense.
2: In fact, since acquiring Roquan Smith in week nine, here's where they rank in the following categories, Mr. Bishop points per game 13.4, second yep yards per game 276 third rush yards per game 55 first Mm -hmm. yards per carry 2.8 first opponent third down percentage 28 percent first they are second in the NFL with 23 takeaways they are second in the NFL 14 of those being picks fifth with 39 sacks they are just a very very good defense they have not allowed a 100 yard rush of the season in fact Nick Chubb's 91 yards rushing against them earlier this year was the most anybody has rushed for them. And it is the second most of Nick Chubb's career against Baltimore other than the 165 and three touchdowns he had. Remember, week four of 2019, he's been held under 100 yards rushing in six straight against the Baltimore Ravens. So this is a team they get after the quarterback. Justin Houston's got nine sacks to lead the team. Only one half sack, though, in his last four games. He had two against us in the first meeting. Calais Campbell had a sack and a forced fumble against us in that first meeting. Campbell, the next sack for him, will be the 100th of his illustrious career. They have three guys with more than 90 sacks. So to put it in perspective, Miles has been great. Crazy. He's over 70 now. Yeah. They have three guys over 90. Jason Pierre-Paul... Uh, Is it Campbell's at 99 Justin Houston's at 111 career sacks
1: he had some monster years
2: Jason Pierre Paul has 93 and a half career sacks three guys with 90 or more which is insane Justin Houston by the way if he gets a sack his next one will be his 10th this season which should be the first Raven since T sizzle in 2017 to have double digit sacks in a season remember they had Matthew Judon but he was maxed out around nine with them good corners Humphrey and Marcus Peters Great safety in Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams, in six games, has four picks, six passes defense, and when he's in coverage, he's giving up a quarterback rating when targeted of 36. Stay
3: away. Yeah. He's
2: been pretty, pretty good. Roquan Smith is the only player in the NFL with three interceptions, four sacks this year. Oh, by the way, he already has 120 tackles on the season if you combine what he's done with Chicago Chicago. And with Baltimore, Patrick Queen has been great. He leads, he's leads; he got 91 tackles, which leads Baltimore, just in Baltimore time. He's got four sacks himself. He's got eight tackles for loss, which leads the team. Two interceptions, five passes defensed, 18 quarterback pressures, so they blitz the linebackers. They're big up front with Washington. Travis Jones is 330, Campbell's 300. Uh, Adafi Owe, their first-round pick a couple years ago, he only has two sacks, uh, but he has a team-high 31 pressures.
1: They're just good. they, they get get dudes through... everywhere, man. You went through yeah. that, it's just dudes. And they get Roquan dudes. Smith this year in a trade, and then that yeah. was kind of unlocked it, um, all of it. So that's like, man, they're, they're the real deal.
2: Humphrey's been a pro bowler. Peters has been a pro bowler. Roquan Smith's been second team all pro twice. Pierre Paul's been a pro bowler. Houston's been a pro bowler. Clays Campbell's been a pro bowler, I think, six times in his career. Yeah, they've got just a lot of guys that can make plays at all three levels of the defense. So they're tough. So our offense, you know, we're going to have to try to get Nick Chubb going. Obviously, Deshaun looked better. Watson has played Baltimore twice in his career, uh, 0-2, lost 41-7 in 2019, lost 33-16 in 2020 in those games, 66% completions, 222 yards a game, one touchdown, two picks, 10 sacks. A 78 quarterback reign they sacked us five times in the first meeting as well against jacoby but you know dpj has been over 70 yards in the last two against baltimore he's having a career njoku has been great for you amari's been good you're going to need that big three along with nick chubb the, the thing that's wild is kareem hunt's stats I, I feel like have been basically the same all season like it yeah has, they have not really progressed last week 12 total yards he's been below 20 total yards in the last two against baltimore He's been below 50 total yards this year more often than he's been above it. It's just been a very strange season there.
1: Yeah, it has. And um, and I think what we can probably all acknowledge will end up being his final season here. It feels likely. like most yeah. likely that it will be. Um, yeah, I, I think we're kind of, in a way, you're kind of a blank canvas for us here in these last four games. Yeah. Because <coughs> you, you want Watson to look comfortable. And what is... How do you define that, and what does it look like for us? That's really the task.
2: Yeah, that is the task, and figuring out what it is to get him comfortable, what we can do with this offense, how we can marry the run and the pass, get Nick Chubb going, because part of the struggles have been with Nick Chubb. You know, Nick Chubb had four 100-yard games in the first five games. He's had one 100-yard game in the last five games, and so that's kind of – that's been tough. We've stalled out a little bit in terms of what we're able to do there. He's still at 1,153 yards, rushing third this year, 12 touchdowns second, five yards per carry, 36 runs of 10 or more yards, leads the NFL. But you got to get that going. That helps him get comfortable because, you know, we found those numbers about Deshaun off a of play action was very effective, getting to that intermediate yeah. zone there. you okay?
1: I mean, it was – I couldn't clear.
2: No, it's just yeah, it was it was getting. It. That's why I was filling. I was just I started. I was hoping you would. Yeah, yeah, I was talking. I was trying to you know just do some Well, it was starting to
1: peter mid sentence. Yeah, got I know I heard it. camera took yeah, it off. Yeah, it was it was got a little you know, rough I though. couldn't get it cleared. I'm fighting like hell.
2: You are. You're a champion. You're an absolute champion.
1: Did you make that? He did. Yeah. Yeah, All he right. did. He's got a good string there. He he actually spit in the gum earlier from a decent 6 foot Got it. Down well, south that's good. A I don't want to pick it up after champion. you leave. <laughs> Who is it? Do you you think it's his fault on the stainage here that occurred over here? I, I don't know. I I, no,
4: no. I I don't know what that is. That looks to me I, to
2: be somebody, and I'm going to be able to uh, eliminate myself from consideration. That looks to be somebody who would coffee. That has that has a big coffee look to me. Yeah, I, I don't. It's a lot I of dripping, know. and
4: I, I'm not quite sure what all that is. I mean, if,
2: we, if we're if we lining up the suspects, number one suspect's moped. Well, I mean,
4: there is a chair that's grooved to him. Yeah. So I would assume. It's got to be coffee mess. because, look, like, even over here, like, these are, like, singular coffee drops. Like, yeah, like, I don't know where the dark the
2: stuff corner corner comes and from. Just, it
1: was, it's almost like that there was a hole in the cup. Yeah. And, you like, maybe you sat down, hole in the cup. Oh, God. Right? And then it. You're trying to get to a well.
2: It stuff. starts even over here, so it's like maybe you walked this into the room. Concentrated here, though. You is walked like into the
4: bumbling, room, bumbling stumbling, yeah, and like like you just had the big slap right by bow. Yeah, I Bo.
1: yeah, this is a lot going on over here. Yeah, and it, it does feel like it's either coffee or wine. Those are the only two things, and I don't I don't think that <laughs> that's happening. We're definitely blame. not
4: drinking wine in here. No, no.
1: Remember, we did we did have the the bottles at one time though that were branded up. You remember those? We, we did,
4: absolutely.
1: There's a time for that. Um weather will factor into this one, but uh, honestly like we said earlier this week, like I just want to see I I think Hoff even brought it up. He teased it big the big B tease out of Hoff on Monday. You just want to see 40 throws. Yes. Go nuts. Keep slinging it, man. That's that's, that's the objective here. 40, that's, that's, give me 80. That feels like that would be
2: extreme. Like like Chip Kelly, Oregon, throw at hundred, run ninety-five plays and throw at eighty-five of them. They
1: were fun to watch,
2: man. They were when they did that.
1: He tried it, worked one year. Nick Foles had
2: twenty-seven touchdowns, two picks that year. He was great. Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, Shady yeah. McCoy.
1: But I think his demeanor turned people off there. Well, that's right, and so that was the end of it. But and then it never worked again. Like he's at UCLA now, which by the way, officially in the in the Big Ten. UCLA and USC are officially in the Big Ten because the California Board of Regents yesterday decided that UCLA can join the Big Ten, provided they give kickbacks to Berkeley. So that was the last thing you were waiting on was the California Board of Regents approval. Yeah, here's they some did.
4: more shady. We got some shady well, here. Hey, why don't you push U- out a little more shady over? Both
1: here? UCLA and Berkeley were both nearing bankruptcy in their athletic departments. So they needed so because UCLA is going to get this big chunk from Big Ten, about a hundred million dollars a year, uh, they're going to subsidize Cal for a couple of years. So that's where you're headed on that. What about Arizona, man? Come on. <clears throat> Outpost, brother. Have you, watch watch an Outpost? The, have you watched
2: the Loot documentary?
1: No. Oh. I'm not. Are you going to? Yeah. You didn't love Loot?
2: He's fine. I great, great hair. Great. Come on. Loot. The hair was strong. The hair
1: was strong, yeah. Everything about Loot was strong. Yeah, not all, yeah. I don't think, was it? Well, there were some yeah uh, Yeah. OBM, the official printer partner of your Cleveland Browns. you depend on your Browns, when you can always depend on OBM, they'll tackle any size office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit ohiobusinessmachines.com. Guess the spread. Oh, baby! That'll get you excited. Yeah, well, because yeah, I felt like to, we've given nice. unbelievable content for...
2: I feel like it's already... We've given them three out. Yeah. It does
1: feel like it's 3 o'clock already. It's totally. Not. Next yes, level it's is, done. in fact, Are not. you aware you're on the that's, air? I mean, that's yeah. how we started. Well, we that weren't
4: is. sure Bo was going to make it to the end of the segment.
1: Well, this was tough. It, that was one of those ones where it was... You, ever, you do this long enough, and I know you guys both have, where you can feel it's almost like a uh, a what, what I'm trying to think of what it like something that builds. You remember, like, in Mission Impossible, they're like, tone, tone, when he was like hanging. That's what it felt like. It just kept going right to there, and it was going to break. Yeah. And you just had to gather for a second in order for it not to. But just gather you did. We missed
4: you. Gather
2: it's
1: you It's good did.
0: to be here. I uh, would have
1: done whatever it took to save you, just so you know that. Within reason. Whatever it took. <laughs> Guests are spread, among other things, coming up next. let will listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN
3: Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumpkey
1: Waste Recycling family-owned and operated whether you join them as a customer or an employee you'll become part of the family visit rumpkey.com to learn more Fantasy Football Playoffs Week 1 Dr. Z
4: Fantasy fantasy. We'll get to the scores in a okay. second. Okay. Oh, uh, sure. is that because you don't know who your quarterback's going to be this weekend and you, you built this What are you uh, going to do? He's just fine.
1: He's just fine. Are you betting on fields? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's just fine what is can you care if you if he doesn't go what is the option uh I have Huntley because I had Lamar and
2: then
4: I could consider get I, I the
2: notion of starting Matt Ryan in an important game sounds terrifying <laughs> boy to
4: me. you built this all-star team and it's all gonna come down is this the keep... all-star team
2: yeah he yeah.
4: loves it He's yeah.
1: so excited about
4: it
2: I know. I was just texting the guy. I just got the game preview where I'm playing uh, my buddy Tom. Tom McCarthy, not the play-by-play Tom McCarthy, but another Tom McCarthy in the AFFL. And uh, they just sent out the thing. If the Snakes played his team, the TNP, every single week this year, they would be 12. But we played him one week, and we are 0-1. Okay. against him because that was the week he has a guy by the name of Joe Mixon. I don't know if you heard about the game ah. he had against Carolina. Yes, I am aware of that. Yeah, he had that game. That what happened against me, and that cost me a first-round bye. So I'm not pleased about that. Got to get my uh, get my revenge here. But uh, Justin Fields should be fine coming off the bye week. Very excited Maybe. about that. No, he, he's Illness fine. Illness this week. Yeah, I think Illness he's back. I think he's back today.
1: I think he's back today. I would not play him if I were them. I mean – Irregardless of you need, you. The, you I need wouldn't. the
2: reps. What do you mean? He's a I would not play him against player.
1: Philly. He's been battered. I would not play him. Not against Philly. All right. I'll see you next week, buddy. All right. If That's you needed to get somebody though
2: to play, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, couldn't be hotter right now. You might burn your finger if you touched him. Mike White, Geno Smith, uh, Tyler Huntley against us because of his running. Heineke. Don't do Matt Ryan you you got to be real desperate,
1: Although their defense is bad in Minnesota. No, they, they up just... the most
2: points of fantasy quarterbacks by a wide margin. But yeah. I mean, I you just feel like could he get benched in the middle of a game if it doesn't start well? I think
1: it's all in play with that squad. Yeah, I don't no want any clue part what of that. could happen.
2: Running backs. Uh Isaiah Pacheco, if he's somehow available and he is in some leagues, which is crazy, pick him up and play him absolutely against Houston. That could be a big game for the Kansas City Chiefs offense in that one. Uh, David Montgomery, I'm still not afraid. He's the main guy there. Zonovan Knight has been very good for the Jets. He goes against the Detroit Lions this week. Um, those are some of the guys that I'd be looking at at the running back position. Receivers. Now, even though I don't love Matt Ryan, I do think, like, a, if you're, you're desperate, you know, a Michael Pittman, a Paris Campbell even this week uh, is kind of a little sneaky start going against that Minnesota defense, but for the most part, it's the guys you know, the names you know, the guys you want. You keep rolling with Christian Watson. Why not? He's been hot. Uh, tight ends. It's really been Travis Kelsey's league and everybody else living in. it. Our, the Chief is a must start as far as I'm concerned. Um, Cole Komet. They're going to throw it a lot. Evan Ingram coming off that monster game that he had.
1: Isn't the idea. Like, play Play your your dudes, man. Like, you're into it this far. Like, don't overthink it. Yeah,
2: play your dudes. Defenses, though, that's where you can stream. Chiefs are a great streamer this week. Uh, I think that the... The Eagles, obviously, are a very good one. But Dallas against Jacksonville, although I don't know if I agree with that that call. He's got a number one D this week. I don't know about that. Jacksonville's offense playing well. Chiefs against Houston, absolutely you want to wet your beak there. Uh, I think Denver against Arizona without yeah. Kyler is not a bad one as well uh, as some teams that you can you know can plug and play this week.
1: All right, you ready? Yeah, let's go. By the way, many weeks it, in a three row. three straight GMA, winning re- weeks like, for you? Big winning week. Re- big. Yeah, you've been like 10 and something, 10 and something, yeah been good it's been a it's been a real this is a full 16 you've got late. your handle on it
2: and i think they're this late in the season there is not the variance that we were seeing earlier in the season but no and i think
1: the bads are bad and you kind of know that i think the other thing that's um that is interesting back to the fantasy side of it is how the final week of the regular season in the normal fantasy season had so many buys it was and crazy unpre- without precedent yeah without that's a, precedent that's a tricky one yeah that was certainly a tricky
2: and one. and just a what do you what do you make of my recent hot streak
1: he loves your dominance.
4: We're still on the air? No. Mm. Get, back. get aboard. Gibbe still on the on Get this, aboard still on Hey, air. I have given every week that you have knocked it out of the park, I have more than given you your props. Thank you, Gibbe. Appreciate it. Nana, that being said, Nana, I'm Nana rooting for a failure today. Oh,
2: man, well guess what? We're gonna get the over under returns tomorrow. And boy, I <laughs> I got a feeling it's gonna be pretty exciting.
1: Oh, the over under returns will be very good. The scores will not be particularly eh. maybe you were okay I, 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 I was one i was still
2: under we we're both under 500 first
1: time all year yeah never's happened all right let's get it going we're gonna guess the spread Kay. here we go get The music madison we start tonight thursday night football nice thursday nighter. seattle playing host to san francisco
2: niners in seattle we don't know about Brock Purdy. I no, he's a go. He is a go? All he's right. Go. Neutral field. This feels like Niners by seven. In Seattle, Niners minus four.
1: Got it. Niners minus three. Barely Ooh. got it.
2: Barely got it.
1: I may have to make this 0. .5. No,
4: that's outrageous. <laughs> it's got to be .5
1: like on a... one of these lines.
4: <laughs> that's. I mean,
1: how's it only three? I said four. Right, but has it only three? It should be at least three and a hook. Seattle just lost at home to Carolina. Brock Purdy. Come on. Sam Darnold. I know. I know. Indy. A three-game slate on Saturday. It starts with Indy at Minnesota. Indy at Minnesota.
2: Vikings minus five. Jeez. Got it. Vikings minus four. Ooh, that's lower than I thought. Vikings I thought it minus was. Four. I didn't think it'd be a full seven, so I went five because I thought it could get to six.
1: Yeah, you're, okay. you're doing a good job of see, finding the middle ground. Yeah, if you the think the it's going to be high, then you look is... for the middle, and then you. Yeah, ultimately,
4: starting to hamper your ability on the scores if you went under this week. Sad. Okay. Sad that you'd
1: look for the negatives. It sounds on Baltimore brands. at Cleveland. The Cleveland Football Browns hosting Baltimore. Huntley playing. Browns. Browns favored by. Two and a half. Got it. Minus three. Let's go, Gimay. Isn't that amazing? Like we're we're five and eight. They're nine and four. And it's it's essentially saying they're the same team.
2: Yep. Well, they're, I think <clears> it's their <throat> quarterback situation.
1: Yeah, but Huntley's been good. Yeah. Miami at Buffalo. Three and zero start for you, right, my friend. Miami Weather. at Weather Buffalo. Weather could be a factor in this one. Miami at Buffalo
2: if I'm remembering properly Miami was like an underdog on the road to the Niners by like four
1: ish I think ish
2: Ish, and I would say that Buffalo would be regarded as better than the Brock Purdy Niners although Garoppolo started that game yeah that was Garoppolo but I still think I still think they like the Bills a little bit better so I'm gonna go Buffalo and they've lost two in a row trying to entice action there I'm afraid it could be as high as eight, but I'm also afraid it could be as low as five. So I'm going to split the middle there. I'm going to go six and a half.
1: Got it. Minus seven. Four and oh. Let's go, Gibby. Cincinnati at Tampa Bay.
2: Bengals minus
1: five and a half. First miss. Bengals minus three and a half.
2: Oh. Interesting.
1: Bit of a surprise.
2: That is a bit of a head scratcher. <laughs>
1: Hendrickson, still questionable on the two receivers.
2: Yeah, I should have thought about the injuries. I went a little... Tampa
1: Bay's terrible, though. Yeah, they're oh, horrible. Come on. They, just be, they got slumped. Yeah. Philly at Chicago. Philly at Chicago.
2: Philly, I don't think it'd be 10, but I also don't think it'd be 6. So Philly
1: minus 8. Got it. Philly minus 9. It's an incredible run out of you. Atlanta at New Orleans. This will be Desmond Ritter against Andy Dalton. I
2: don't have a feel for this at all, so I'm just going to go standard New Orleans minus three.
1: Got it. New Orleans minus four. It's an incredible situation what we have. To, you've got a handle on this. I mean, just, we're gonna have to make these a half point. Detroit. Half point the down Jets. like over, I think. Well, you got I think that I you're the type of guy who needs to be constantly pressed. Pedro taught me that. Constantly ridden. That's how you get the best out of you. Detroit at the Jets. I think Detroit's going to be favored. Detroit minus two. Jets minus one.
4: Wow. Um, yeah. Really? That's and we don't private. know who's playing. Like, is Mike White going to play?
1: I think so. He must. He must. Pittsburgh at Carolina. Pittsburgh Steelers at Carolina. Pittsburgh. At Carolina. Sounds like it's gonna be Mason Rudolph if you listen to Brooke Pryor
4: all day today. It feels like it'll be Mason Rudolph. Not Mitch. They want to run Mitch out on a rail. Well no, Mitch threw three picks Carolina
1: in relief last week. Probably cost them. Carolina minus one? Oh Carolina minus three.
3: Ah. Uh, Sad.
1: Dallas at Jacksonville. Dallas Cowboys at Jacksonville. Jaguars. Dallas minus four. On it. Exactly. There we go. Dallas minus four. Uh, Kansas City at Houston. Kansas City at Houston. Mm. This is going to be a number. It is going to be a number.
2: All right. Dallas was 17 at home, and they covered.
1: 17 and a half
2: at home. Yeah. This is the Chiefs on the road.
1: But you guys know that ain't much.
2: Kansas City, minus 15.
1: Yes, minus 14. Woo! Eight and three. Okay. Guaranteed Arizona at, 15, 15. at Denver. Arizona at Denver. Love the music. Denver so minus. That's the
4: inmate game of the week. I think. Denver
1: minus. There's 12 inmate games. This is a brutal slate. Denver minus two. Denver minus two and a half. You got it. Let's go. New England. I was gonna go pick them,
2: but I figured like they'd have to favor somebody. Yeah. New England Nine at three.
1: Vegas. New England at
4: Vegas. <laughs> Ugh. New England. This is the game that got flexed. It was Sunday
1: night. New. This New. Sucks. It's another
4: gross game.
2: New England minus three.
4: Vegas
1: minus one. Ooh. Ooh.
2: Tennessee. I've had two where I've had the wrong team favorite. Yep.
1: Tennessee at Chargers. Tennessee at Los Angeles. Chargers minus two and a half. Got it. Chargers minus three. Giants at commies. Is
4: that money?
2: By night? the way,
1: yeah. No Sunday night. By the way, how quickly do you think a group of of average Washington football team fans would have told Snyder and whoever decided to rebrand them the commies that Commodores would be switched to commies immediately? Like it? How long? Why would you not have thought what that was going to end up being? Insanity. Really. It truly is one of the biggest misses. It's awful. You, brand, re, it, you put your heels in on rebranding for ever. You finally acquiesce. And then when you do so, that's the best you can, that's come, the up best with. You can come up with. No. Because you were didn't want to do what all of the fans wanted. Red Hogs. Red Hogs, Red Tails, Red Wolves, any of them. Pick oh. it. All a win. Everybody's a win. And instead, commies.
2: Idiots. Uh, Idiots. Commies minus...
1: Five, Got it. Commies minus 4.5. So that was a good one because week. I would
2: have thought that would have been a 3-er, but I know that they hate the Giants, <clears throat> so I threw two more on there. They do
1: hate the Giants. They have no use for them. 11 This is four. your best week Eleven ever. It's in play. Rammies, just ram it. 1-7 oh. at Green Bay. That's Monday night? That's Monday night. night. Green you Bay. You can honestly, oh. so you can watch our game at 4.30. You can watch Miami Buffalo Saturday night. And if you're not into the fantasy stuff, there's really nothing you need. We'll talk you to need. you next week. There's nothing you need to pay attention to. There's not a single great game in the mix. None.
4: That sucks, too, because we have a Sunday off. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, did you look at this slate of games? We'll watch a little soccer.
1: Philly at Chicago, Atlanta Sorry New Orleans, about Morocco. Detroit at the Jets. Pittsburgh, Carolina, Dallas, Jacksonville, Kansas City, Houston, Arizona, Denver, New England, Vegas, Tennessee, and Chargers of the late game. It's brutal. Rammies at Green Bay. Green Bay minus 8. Got it. Green Bay minus
3: 7.
2: 12 and 4. An I'm on a feeder. It really Well, is. the truth of the matter is the numbers are very much at the normal numbers, and I had a feel for the few ones yeah. that would go Vegas zone, and I got those.
1: Yeah, the key, I think, what's happening, you're right, that it's all reverted to the norm. You know, you can start everything off home team getting three, build off of that slightly and then there's certain teams that Vegas likes and doesn't like. And and we know the it. No, we know that. Right. So and I had two points are. onto that. Yeah. 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 There's certain ones that they just aren't. Twelve playing. and four. Good man, right there. There he is. Let's Good go. Job out of you. All right. We will uh, Let's be smacking. That's right. We'll go around the league. Some rookie rankings as well from Daniel Jeremiah. That is coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by bet Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And buying or selling home with Howard Hanna Real
1: Estate Services is always a winning strategy. If you plan to make a move this season, they're going to have you covered at Howard Hanna. Every day is game day. Visit HowardHanna.com slash go browns today for more information on that. The AFC, and as we go around the NFL landscape, the NFC and NFC, AFC coaching staffs have been announced for the Pro Bowl games. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning leading these. This is going to be a lot of fun. Ray Lewis is defensive coordinator. Uh, Mexico, women's national flag football team quarterback Diana Flores will serve as offensive coordinator. Oh, how about that? I like Eli that. Manning, DeMarcus Ware.
2: I, you could have given and coach me and D coordinator. many
1: guesses at who the offensive coordinator would have been. Well, I'll give you many. Can you tell me who's going to be the offensive coordinator for the NFC squad? No. Yeah. U.S. Women's National Flag football team quarterback Vanita Crouch will serve as the offensive coordinator. Uh, what about the women's tackle football
2: team? I don't know. Won a
4: gold
1: medal coached by Kelly. I
4: don't by know. By the way, <clears throat> believe they will be on site Saturday. A special halftime. The Manning's energy. No, the United oh. States women's tackle
1: <laughs> ah, tackle world or flag? championship team. Oh, that squad is. Oh, okay. Well, the way you said that, I thought maybe the Mannings would be going to be here on set. It would have been fun. The Mannings would not I be here. Have there will them be out. no Manning yeah.
4: cast. There will be outside of the TV network that is covering this game. No one. Is this uh, NFL Network or is this? This is NFL Network. You can see it on News Five locally. Okay. All right.
1: Or or uh, NFL. for our. To the legions around the, the, the globe. Yes. Uh this is an uh, NFL Rich
4: Eisen will be on the call. We're working to get him on the show tomorrow. So you're gonna have Eisen, who else they got in Kurt there? Warner. Okay. Stacy Dales and Steve Weish on the sidelines. Two sidelines. Two sidelines. And then Eisen and Warner. And then your pre half and post game crew uh are they in house here? They will be here. Chris Rose, the Hawks. Oh, the Hawks is Huff. back. Huff. And uh, Garafolo, yes. I believe. Oh, beautiful! Rose um, in the Hoff. Uh, you are sending a lot of reunited. people here, and I'm like, "You're the middle game." Are Normally, they, is that like, the
1: only NFL Network game? Is the middle game? No,
4: they have all three. It's a triple header. Oh boy! You now they knew
1: the Hoff would want. I mean, I, I think makes it ours is the best one for sure. Yeah, of the three. Well, no, the night game's good, man. That's Miami. At That's Buffalo. why I was
4: like, I figured pre-half and post for everything would originate from either L.A. Yeah, or it would originate from. Buffalo.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they looked at the weather and said, I yeah. think we'll stay away from that. It's
4: going to be cold in Cleveland. It's not going to be nine inches of snow and yeah, cold. Yeah. No, that could be. Do you think this adds any life to this thing? The Pro Bowl? It's. No. It's.
1: I don't either. I mean, they're fun. I just don't think, to me, I don't see any you scenario where. You can't play
3: football, football
1: not playing football. Yeah. So what they should do is do
2: a bunch <laughs> of cool skill tests. I like that.
1: Yeah, if you have to do it. Yeah, I think that's probably the way that you do it. Um, it is the only sport where you can't, you if you go not full, you get hurt, and it's you know like hockey, the All Star Game. There's a lot of physicality in hockey, but they they just don't hit. Yeah, they just skate around and score. So, right. all the rest of them, you can do it with. You just really can't do it in football. They must have in the old days. I don't ever remember like watching the Pro Bowl much as a kid, but there must have been a time where they actually played a game. Yeah. Oh yeah, in like, Honolulu. Way back, yeah. Sean Taylor. Oh yeah, he smoking That's people. right, he crushed people in that game. Yeah. But that was a rarity, yeah, even by that point by his time. I'm talking like in the 80s, they must have really tried at some point. They must have been incentivized uh, to do so. Um NFL.com NFL executive Troy Vincent says there'll be a healthy discussion on making roughing, roughing the passer calls reviewable. Uh, NFL Executive Vice President of Football Operations Troy Vincent telling reporters on Wednesday during the league meetings uh, that there will be a healthy discussion on it. Vincent added that no potential changes would be applied during the season. It would be an off-season topic for the league's competition committee with the potential to vote during the annual meeting in March. The penalty also could result in automatic ejection for the defensive player. I don't like that I don't like that at all. I think college does that. It sucks.
4: Yeah. Really sucks. It's awful. It it could be a coach's challenge or a league review. (laughs) For the
2: wasn't there a game this year where a kicker got thrown out for targeting on the opening kickoff
1: in college? I think. Yeah, there was. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I I think like, that's awesome. All you need is eye in the sky and everything. And it's solved. Like every play should be reviewable by eye in the sky immediately. Hey, we got that wrong. This one's here. One guy says it. I don't need a guy going into a hood, putting over a thing, looking under there, worried about glare. Like, no, no, no guy up there. We got this wrong. Switch it. It's it's ten yards. That's it. No roughing on that. That's not right. Not passing not interference. Roughing. Not there. Sort it out. That's yeah. it. I think it's you know that's that's the way you handle it. It's ridiculous that it's taken this long for them to that they still don't haven't put that in. I mean, we talked to Pereira like two years ago. Yeah. No, hell, that was before the pandemic. Yeah. Because we were here. Yep. Correct. It was before the pandemic. It was like 2019. We talked to Pereira about that, and that was on the table then to go eye in the sky, and they they never did do it. Daniel Jamira, NFL.com, NFL rookie rankings at the quarter poll. The Jets duo holds the top spot. Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, one and two. Another Buckeye, Chris Olave is number three on this list. Uh, no MJ Emerson in the top
4: 25.
2: Yeah, that is a little – I think that's a little bit tough for me um, just because he has been so good, and I want to pull something up real quick. I right think there. it's
4: – yeah. State I, the case. It
1: won't be – I wouldn't be able to make it. Like, do I know if he's been better than Jack Jones? He's got eleven.
2: He's got eleven uh, passes defensed, which puts him at uh, I think eleventh in the league and fifth among all first and rookies and first year players. I'm just kind of looking at his where he is on here. So,
1: the, the, just for reference, the other corners on this list are. 23 is Jerron Bland. All right, he's 20th. Dallas. He's
2: the number 20 corner at Pro Football Focus. Cater Kohu, he's number 30.
1: With Miami is 19. MJ on this is list. now
2: number 34. He was Jack higher Jones. than that before. Jack Jones.
1: Yep. Jack Jones, I think is. Jack Jones is number 18. Jack Jones is on this list. Yep. Um, Tariq Woolen
2: wolin has got five picks. He's thirty sixth on the at Pro Football Focus. So ever fourth with Daniel Jeremiah. Yeah, and because Saus, he's got
1: Sauce is one overall. Yeah, and Sauce is number
2: one overall here.
1: So So he's number one overall p- corner in football, Sauce Gardner is yeah, at Pro Football Focus. He's yeah. gonna be a first team he's gonna be a first team all pro as a rookie at corner. Yeah, he has
2: allowed Neri a touchdown. Actually he finally just gave up a touchdown. He's allowing uh forty four percent completions and a forty eight rating in coverage which that's crazy. That's on par with James Bradbury, who's having a very good year for Philly. That's it. Like, if you're looking at the top guys home, there's one rating that's lower. J.C. Horn's giving up a 35 rating in
1: coverage. That's pretty amazing, man. For a If a rookie can be first-team All-Pro yeah, a corner, that's yeah. got to be rare air for the people who have pulled that off. Yeah.
2: For us so far this year, to a little perspective, Emerson is our highest-graded guy. Um me kind of slide this over. Here we go. Emerson's given up 55% completions, 89 rating. Newsom, 68 and 102. Denzel, 64% and 107 rating when targeted. So MJ's, I mean, that's good. 55% completions in coverage is really good, and he's got the 11 PBUs on the season. So I think he should be on the list. I mean, it's obviously, it was a good corner draft. Kohu wasn't even drafted. A couple of these guys were drafted late, but he's probably having a little bit more of an impact than than some of the other guys on here he's actually been better than kyle hamilton kyle hamilton has not been as good this year kyle hamilton on the season has 40 tackles two passes defense to sack a force fumble and two tackles for loss and has been a liability in coverage 83 percent, 133 rating and he's come on, just man. now
4: started to make some yeah
2: players. last week so the last time we played him he wasn't even getting on the field no last week was a season high 50 snaps but come on that's 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 bs
1: that ain't right man that ain't right that ain't right at all that's wrong um Give me one. So, who our top three rookies are right now? I don't have a problem with his one, two, three.
2: I mean, I would. Ohio State kids have been dudes.
1: Alave's been a dude. I'm gonna go. I might. I'm gonna go. Goss,
2: Garrett, and then I'm gonna go. And I know that Alave is excellent, but I mean, Watson has scored seven
1: times. Walker, you mean? Christian Watson. Oh, Christian Seven Watson. 7 times since it's, it's all since come 10. in the last month. I know. But I mean, right, no show for 10 weeks and then has been just incredible. Right now I'm intrigued. The last month. Yeah, I'm interested to see if he can stack it. It yeah, we'll This see. week. He's one of those guys that you had in fantasy and you're like, "Well, are you are we sure this wasn't a flash in the pan?" And then no, it was not in fact a flash in the pan. No. I was looking at an early mock draft. McShay, I think put his out yesterday. Yes. <clears throat> and so uh, as it stands, the Lions are picking fourth. The Eagles are picking fifth. And the, um, oh, yeah. And the, so Lions fourth, Eagles fifth, and then Seattle is second. So there's this beast defensive tackle out of Georgia that Seattle he had mocked going number two. Of course, that's Denver's pick for Russell Wilson. Um, the Lions he had picking CJ Stroud. Who is, of course, that is, of course, the Rams' pick. Which, by the way, I would not do if I were them. I would just roll with Goff and get better and just keep stacking it. I wouldn't. I don't love any of these quarterbacks in this draft, including Bryce Young. And then uh, the Rams, he had, or the uh, Eagles, he had picking fifth for the Alave deal. So that's the Alave deal, and he had them taking Bijan Robinson, I only the running forgot back.
4: That they traded a first round pick this year to yeah. move up. Is that guy that good? To be he's up?
1: electric. I mean, like for them. Like, if you think about a team that doesn't really need anything, like, it would, would be an another, incredible thing for them. Wouldn't you want just another defense? It's not like Miles Sanders has been bad. I think he's he's just more of a game-wrecker type guy. But um, I wouldn't do it. Like, he's – I don't know. I'm trying to think. He's probably more like It's a, like when the Chiefs took Clyde Edwards-Alaire. It didn't even – He's more physically gifted than Clyde Edwards-Alaire
2: was. All right. So, Sanders this year, with everything that they're doing in this offense <clears> – <throat> Miles Sanders has 1,068 yards, 11 touchdowns, his average, and 5.2 yards a carry. Miles Sanders has averaged over five yards a carry three straight seasons. Like, how much better than Miles Sanders? Is did you know average? that
1: he was the number one high school running back in the country coming out of high school? Sanders? Sanders was, yeah. I mean, he's good. Look, yeah. I mean, those are the proofs right there. Proofs in the pudding.
2: I just don't think that if I'm them, I get another defensive stud.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't do it either. Um, it did feel like something that they would have, because they have another first-round pick, too, yeah. that they have the luxury to do and would be a full day trying to deal with all of it. Um, but I thought that was interesting. Of those three, New Orleans, Rams, Denver, obviously the Ra- the Rams, can you have regret? You won a Super Bowl. No, no regret. So I guess you got to just deal with it, even though there's been yes. no reverberations this now, year for them.
2: I, if all of a sudden Stafford hangs it up, McVay retires, Aaron Donald hangs it up, like,
1: you still won a Super Bowl.
2: I still don't think you have any regret.
1: Yeah, but, but it, it is, just would be like... It definitely didn't do what they intended it to do. They thought that it would lead to a run of fans and it's going to be building like the, the brand and all of that, and it's not. It's one and you're out.
2: I feel like either you said this or Gibby said like that Florida Marlins Mar- team. Yeah, I said yeah.
1: that Marlins. Yeah, there's a Marlins feel to it. Like all in and then wait, no one cares anymore. Yeah, they still you won. Mm. Um, New Orleans for Alave. He's a dude. But he, he's probably a quarterback. Well, maybe I. You know, so they're they're picking. They'll, be, they'll pick. Uh, what I say? He, they're picking. He's a dude,
2: but is he like a? Like our team game planning for
1: him. Um. I mean, he's probably. He would probably be be more of like. I'm not saying he's going to be this type of player, but he's probably more of like. If. If Wilson was like Chase, then he was more like Jefferson at Ohio State. I'm not saying right, he's going to be Justin is Jefferson. Is a, I'm just yeah. saying, from a route running, and he's a pro. I mean, he's definitely a pro. I yeah. could see him
4: being a Pro Bowler.
1: That type of thing. So,
4: Houston's pick number one, Seattle number two, Chicago mm-hmm. three, Lions four, Eagles five, which would yeah. have been the Saints pick.
1: That's it reminds me of like a – That's the like Alave a, trade. Yep. yep.
4: It reminds me of like a very
1: poor man's like Reggie Wayne. Uh, I don't I don't know there. No? No. I don't think so. I think size-wise and stuff, it's not probably quite the same. I'm trying – I mean, I he's, he's a very precise a route runner guy. Yeah. yeah. He's I love nice. Yeah, there's a lot to like. I, he's not as explosive as Wilson, though. He's 6'1", Yeah. How big was Reggie Wayne? Was he bigger or smaller? I think he was bigger, wasn't he? Wasn't Reggie bigger? I don't know. We'll know. Up I right think in. so. <clears throat> Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he just seemed bigger. I don't Reggie know. Reggie Wayne was two zero three. Honestly, like, Alave's probably more like Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. is kind of the similar. Like, that's how fluid he is. I'd think of, like, a good he's route runner. He's a precise runner, route runner. Accumulator. Like, like, route man Marv's dad. Yeah. The Hoff. Like that's probably a lava. Six foot one eighty five. I think there's there's your there's your doppelganger. Not saying he's gonna have that career. Sure. He's not gonna be catching passes from Manning, but right. in terms of what he can be, that's that's probably closest to what it is. And then Denver's a disaster. Disaster. That Seattle team, which is frisky on defense, is gonna add that kid from Georgia. That's gonna be or they're gonna get the kid from Bama. They're gonna get Will Anderson or they're gonna get the big Jalen Carter from Georgia, one of the two. And then uh, Bryce Young will go one. I mean,
4: the most interesting thing in this draft order is the teams that need quarterbacks, eight or seven Indy, eight Vegas potentially with this whole Oof. car thing, uh, nine Carolina, ten Atlanta. I would not –
1: I would sit it out. Like, I, he had, like, the Richardson kid from Florida going 11. He had Will <laughs> Levis going eight, the kid out of Kentucky. Let them all get I, drafted. Come I, on. I would I, – if I were a quarterback needy team, I'd say, I'll see you next year. Get me Caleb Williams, Drake May, then I'll then I'll be in the conversation. I would not. Let's let all the quarterbacks get drafted. So well, they are. We're gonna get. Feels like know, they're gonna. Our second round pick I, a little I, bit. I, I know we're gonna get to the combine. and Everyone's gonna say, "Oh, this is a loaded draft." I don't think that this, this is. Yeah.
4: People will talk themselves.
1: They're gonna into talk the them into load. being real excited about it. Yeah. This is not. This is not a baller draft.
4: Yeah, I don't think. I, I totally <laughs> forgot too. As I go down the list, right now, if the season were to end today, the Dolphins would have picked twenty four, except they don't. It's forfeited. There's only 31 picks in the first round. Oh, because they tampering. The tampering. Yeah, I totally forgot that they had to. They have to forfeit a first rounder. Yeah, that's a big
3: Ouch.
1: deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. Which was probably orchestrated by. By the way, Brady got no penalty for that. Did he? No,
4: I don't believe so. Believe he's upright, playing, not yeah. suspended, not fine, nothing.
1: Kind of like it's like your boy Shishovsky, who would got nothing for Corey Maggette. I don't know what you're talking about. His
4: banner's still hanging. Nothing
2: to see here. Nothing. Let me tell you something. Corey Maggette was a specimen
1: on a different level. I thought he was going to be so much better than he was in the pros. Agreed. He was just so ultra athletic and I don't know if the skills ever came too. But he thought like in the pro get, yeah. He, could he just couldn't no. shoot. He, he no.
4: could have benefited from like one more year yeah. in college. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, but he could have I – mean, needed to learn to year, develop you're an offensive game. a top game. 5 pick. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was on the Was he on the Elton Brand team? Yes. Yeah. That's
4: what it seemed like. Corey McGetty, Elton Brand, Trajan Langdon was on that team. Wasn't Jason
1: Williams on there as a freshman? Possibly. And Battier, weren't they freshmen with Maggette? With Dunleavy? Yeah, all that runs together. But they were were all in there in that same mix. I feel like like they were the next
4: group. I feel like they were the next group. Next ones,
1: yeah. But Williams won it, won a title. That didn't they win a title with those guys? Battier won it his senior year. Yeah. And I thought and Williams was, left after was his sophomore. Was there for that?
3: No, Boozer. Oh, no, could have been. Yeah, could have yeah, been. Boozer.
1: Probably the worst case of trying to not be bald ever was when he took a sharpie and colored his head. That was incredible. That was electric. He did go to Duke. I'm not really sure. Browns fans get into First Energy Stadium quicker on game days. Express access presented by Root Insurance. Enroll for free today. Enter through exclusive lanes at each gate, plus each game your express access at First Energy Stadium. You'll be automatically entered for a chance to win Browns autographed items. Go to the Tickets tab in the Browns mobile app to learn more. We'll go our offense, our defense rather, versus the Ravens offense coming up next. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Nothing quite like tailgating touchdowns and twisted tea. It tastes just like real iced tea, and you know why? Because it's made with real brewed tea, cool, refreshing, a 5% kick of alcohol. It's thirst down and goal. Twisted tea, hard iced tea, keep it twisted. The other side of the matchup is our defense versus the Ravens' offense. Here's
7: Joe Woods. When you don't know who the quarterback's going to be, is that a lot of extra, or is the offense close enough that just picking other things out? No, I think, I mean, we definitely definitely are taking a look at all three quarterbacks. Very similar. I don't feel like the offense changes that much. Just watching the plays, you know, the Huntley had. Um, so I think they'll keep it the same. They might not call as much stuff they call with Lamar if one of the other guys play. But it's very similar. And um, we saw Huntley last year, you know, so he brought the, guy, he brought the team back, so... I'm sure they feel confident in what he did against us last year. Hey, what kind of season did J.O.K. have? You know, it was good. I think there was obviously some up and downs. And, you know, when you're not playing well, uh, defensively at times, when you're not winning games, like guys try to make plays, you know, where all you really have to do is is do your job. And I think for him, just because he's so athletic, so dynamic, you know, there was times where he tried to make some plays he shouldn't have that led to problems, but I felt like as we went through the season, he got better in terms of that.
5: Dobbins coming out with 120 yards and Gus Edwards, and, and you're going to have a running quarterback, just, and now you don't have you know, a
2: full complement of linebackers again. So what's the mindset?
7: Yeah, I'm, I'm confident. Um, you know, like I got believe in the system. Um, I know the coaches have been working hard just in terms of teaching, you know, some of our game plan stuff against uh, Baltimore. Um, We'll get a good look at it today, um, see where we're at with it. But, you no, know, I have total confidence in the guys playing. Um, they're proven players that have you know played in the league, and I know they'll you know rise up to the occasion. I know
4: you said you're confident with the run defense, um, but do you go into this game thinking it could be like an extreme number of runs, given their quarterback situation and given? Yes,
7: and you think about all that stuff. Driving home feels like it takes me an hour, you know, but you think you have all those thoughts. But, for me and the, and the defensive staff, we talk about those things and just, like, what plan will we have or what adjustment will we have if, if this happens. So you want to prepare, prepare yourself that way, but I do feel like we'll see. They'll run their offense, but I feel like we will get a lot of a lot more run. All right, the Browns defense versus this Ravens offense
1: will be Tyler Huntley in the game. It's brought to you by Evolve Technology. Evolve Technology powers best-in-class security for the Cleveland Browns. For the matchup, we go to Dr. Z. Yeah, they're going to run the ball. They don't have
2: their MVP, Lamar Jackson. Huntley's going to start so far this season in three games, 79.5% completion, 275 yards, one pick and 83 ratings. Also run it 19 times for 72 yards and a touchdown they will run it, as we said. J.K. Dobbins is back at a season-high 15 rushes for 120 yards and a touchdown against last week against the Steelers, a long run of 44 yards. They got Gus Edwards. He had 13 carries for 66 last week. He had 16 for 66 and two touchdowns against the Browns in Week 7. They've got Kenyon Drake. They've got Justice Hill. They've got the big fullback, Patrick Ricard. And then when they throw it, They throw it to Mark Andrews, leads the team in targets, catches, yards, touchdowns. In fact, they have not had a wide receiver catch a touchdown pass in 10 straight games. Last one was Devin Duvernay, a four-yard pass from Lamar Jackson week three against the new England Patriots uh Deshaun Jackson seven catches 134 yards that's 19.1 a reception that's what he's doing so far this year uh, Demarcus Robinson is actually their leader at wide receiver 38 catches 390 yards and a touchdown uh, Duvernay's got 35 378 and three scores which are second on the team but he had last week no catches Robinson led them last week five catches for 52 yards that's just kind of who they are they're not exciting they're not explosive Um, Their offense right now, number 14 total offense, number 12 points per game. Um, Again, like we said, not explosive, not exciting. You look at their wins of late, 13-3 over Carolina, 10-9 over Denver, 16-14 over pittsburgh and the game they actually scored 27 they lost the jack now before that one with lamar 27 over new orleans 27 over tampa 23 against us 20 against the giants uh 37 against new england in that one 38 against miami 24 week one so they can score but obviously, they're not the same without Lamar Jackson. In fact, with Lamar since 2018, they're 45 and 16. They average 28 points a game and 185 yards rushing per game. Without Lamar, they're 7 and 10, 22 points a game, 125 rushes per game. Look for them to get Mark Andrews going. He was shut out last time against Cleveland, which was the first time he went without a catch since week 13 of 2018, his rookie season. But he still has seven touchdowns in his last seven games against Cleveland and the last time he was at First Energy Stadium. He had 11 targets, 11 catches, 115, and a touchdown from Huntley. So that's what you're looking for. But they're going to run it. We've got to be physical up front. Huntley will put the ball on the ground. So that's one of the things we've got to try to do is get to him, put the ball on the ground as we did last time. Three sacks, two forced fumbles, one that was returned for a touchdown. All new linebackers? As a matter of fact, in the last game against them, good, very good tease, good setup. Taki Jacob Phillips J O K twenty one tackles two tackles for loss two passes defensed and a forced fumble in that game none of them will play
1: none of them will be there yeah what do you think it, does Ronnie come down what do you Ronnie that look like because you're not going to be a nickel there's no reason to be right no, I mean, Ronnie will play
2: more but it'll probably be Dion and Tony Fields with Ronnie uh, quite a bit could you could see some of Reggie Raglan. last week Dion Jones played fifty nine snaps. Out of our 67 on defense, so he played a full game. He will play a full game as well. You get some Jordan Konosik, Um but that's what it's going to be. It's going to be Fields, Raglan, Konashick, Jones. They activated Jermaine Carter. He's got two tackles in three games this year. Uh, maybe he plays some at linebacker as well. But yeah, I think you're going to go with a lot of you know big nickel or big dime with with Ronnie coming down and playing that third linebacker position with your with your nickel guys out there, or you're going to go just straight up base. And that would probably be Ragland Jones and, and Fields or uh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It's going to be tough. And this is a defense an offense that stresses your linebackers quite a bit because of the misdirection, the read option, all of the things that they run.
1: You're very good on guess the lines. Can you do a guess the over under on this one as it sits today? We'll do the over unders tomorrow. But what do you think the number is? Th-
2: 38 and a half. God, incredible. 38. Is it really?
1: Yeah. Oh, baby. It's an incredible heater. Yeah, that's You got a feel for and it. That was, yeah, that was. That was work. a definitive thirty-eight and a half too. That a you didn't even think dealer. about it. You just. Sub, you went. I knew it would be sub forty. Yeah, but I didn't know where. I'm pretty sure it's the lowest of the week. Thirty-eight. Not a lot of fireworks
2: expected at First Energy Stadium. Oh,
1: there's a thirty-seven and a half involving an a- an AFC North team. Thirty-seven and a half. <laughs> Who do the Steelers play? Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, there you go. There's a thirty-six.
2: 36.
1: There's a 36 this week. There are so many inmate games of the week. Arizona? You got and, it. Uh, got it. You got it, Jack. Arizona, Denver. It's awful. The slate of games are absolutely brutal. Uh, there's one tonight. 49ers at Seahawks. We'll do our best. Coming up next, you listen to Cleveland Rounds Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Browns fans, catch the Kevin Savansky's show tonight with Zee and Gerard. 78 University Hospitals, Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Coach and Browns defensive engine, Devian Clowney, going to join the guys to get you ready for Saturday's game against the Ravens. And we have a Thursday nighter tonight, Gibbe. A...
4: Week 15 in the National Football League kicks off tonight. Week 3, let me take you back to that. 49ers. Playing host to Seattle, sure, win sure, twenty-seven to seven. Sure. Yep. 49ers come into tonight a six-game winning streak. Seattle fighting for their playoff lives now at seven and six. Time for the scores. Bo, you lead us off. I figured wow. I would let Zagura go last because he's going to have Pedro, not Pedro, plus a Z score.
1: No, I mean it's Thursday. Hit your thing. It's Thursday. It's just Thursday. Nerd. I'm out of surgery. They're
2: going
6: to
1: win one for the Gipper. Sorry. Sorry, Dad. You told me to eat Spamoni all those years. All I really wanted was ice cream. Go to hell, Dad. You and your coffee.
0: Seahawks. Nerd.
1: Huge.
4: Huge.
0: Nerd. I hate it,
4: but I respect it. <laughs> By a billion.
1: It's Thursday. Seahawks. They're not. You're not going in there two weeks in a row? The road team beating that juggernaut? No chance. Seahawks, huge,
4: yoge Thursday. I
1: don't know what to do. Next
0: level's coming up next, kids. We're back tomorrow. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.